You know, I, I, I just started recording. <laughs> yeah, Already. you almost oh, wow. got exposed. Yeah, good. Anyway, uh, why, why don't we get started with this? So, uh, I am the co-host of the TCP podcast, and today we're going to be doing the episodic roast of Umbrella Core. It's been a while since we've done one, so we're just going to get right into it. Uh, Ren, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Renegade Operative here, the co-host of the Cooperative Podcast. Um, we're going to be roasting what might be potentially a game better than Operation Raccoon City. So, yeah, hope you enjoy. <laughs> Up next, we have Devil Hunter James. Go ahead and introduce yourself. How's it going, guys? Ready to talk about this fucking next travesty from Capcom, basically. <laughs> And then uh, after that, we have Mr. Word. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. How are you? I'm Brian Wood, a.k.a. Mukta Dictionary Artist, a.k.a. The Word. A.k.a. Yeah, what the fuck was up, that accent? He went up with the accent, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then last but not least, we have Mr. Brandon. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. What's good, everybody? Glad to be back for another roast. And, uh, Candy. There. Move on. Candy. <laughs> and, um, you know, as I said, as I said, I am the co host of the TCP podcast. But if you don't know me already, I am BioDevil Dom. And I also run the BioDevils podcast. So be sure to check that out as well. Uh, but like I said, we're going to just get right into it. So, um, with the first question being, what do you know about Umbrella Corps, also known as Biohazard Umbrella Corps? Hmm. So, uh, All the crap. Uh, <laughs> it looks... Yeah, it looks like it's Capcom's attempt at making an action sort of a precursor to Resident Evil 6, but it's a squad-based shooter, and it looks very weird with the animations. Like, the first time I saw it, I was like, what is Capcom doing with the Unity engine? And uh, MT Framework is just much better in terms of what they mm. could accomplish. So I I just find this whole premise weird. And the fact that it's canon too, it, it really didn't make oh, any we'll, sense we'll, to me. We'll talk about the canon later. but um, Yeah, but First Impressions this... hasn't been that great. Uh, I am, you know, looking forward to playing it and getting into it and seeing it for myself. But... I don't have many high hopes, so to speak. Right. Um, this game is actually, from my understanding, it's taking place two years after RE6. Mm -hmm. um, but from my understanding as well as that, since we've just recently seen Resident Evil 7, this game would technically be taking place three years before uh, Resident Evil 7, if it's being considered canon. Yeah. Um, I, I see the, um, you know, as far as, like, the title is concerned, like, this is not necessarily, like, a, a new, like, uh, marketing tactic that uh, Capcom has done before. Like, remember the Gun Survivor series, for example. Um, you know, they've changed the titles in the West before, so that way people would actually try to buy them. Like, uh, Gun Survivor 4, technically, is uh, dead aim here in the West. So uh, I think that the only reason why they're even doing that with the uh, title is just to get people to buy it in both uh, both Japan and in the West. Yeah, they're really um, fucking with the RE names like a lot. 
from what mm. I see. So it's not the only one they're messing with. But that's another um, discussion for another day. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, I mean, other than that, I mean, I just know that the, like, they had some, like, weird inspirations. I think that's later in the document, but if it's not, it's supposed to be, like, based off of, like, or the inspiration is, like, paintball and airsoft, because apparently that's uh, really big in Japan, which isn't surprising considering that um, a lot of the Samurai Edge models, uh, they get replicas in Japan, but... Um, that and then I would also assume that ORC had some hand in the influence, but that's beside the point. Yeah, so I guess. I'm sorry, if it did, that would explain a lot. But... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's playing the mediocrity. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, what about you, Brian? What do you know about this game? Hmm. Um, pretty much everything you said. Personally, if it's supposed to be canon, I think it's a pile of crap. And considering the gameplay I saw, it's a big pile of crap. Yeah. A pile of crap that slips and slides around the whole stage. Mm -hmm. mm. What about uh, Brandon? Same as everybody else. It is this and it sucks. <laughs> Damn, that was straight yeah. to the point. I take, J uh, take it James is going to say the same thing. Um... Uh, let's just say my first impression was seeing you go through the vents and like looking like you're crawling with your dick instead of your legs. So I'm like, all right, this game looks dumb. Oh, oh for the like uh, Code Veronica map, right? That was the worst. <laughs> yeah, I said the same thing. It's it's weird how the animations are for that. Ah, mm. sounds like it hurts. I'm sorry. I'm crawling through the vent like a paraplegic. How does that work? Right. So, uh. Oh, did you, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt. Were you gonna say something, Brian? Nope. I, after what you just said, I got nothing for that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think we've, uh, <laughs> kind of talked about this a little bit too much, so uh, why don't we move on to the next question. So, uh, yes, I'm gonna please. let, uh, Brian, I'm gonna let you take number two. Okay. How do you feel about Umbrella Corps being considered canon to the Resident Evil universe while taking place two years after Resident Evil 6? First off, um, I can't say what I want to say right now, but uh, I want to take this game and break the disc in half. Damn! Well, uh, the disc is only available in Japan. It's a digital-only game in the West. If I could, I'd still do it. <laughs> uh, it... Hey, break the digital game. Well... Break the digital he has to reach his hands through the internet, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you were gonna say, uh... Oh. Did Brian, you say something? I didn't... I, I don't mean to interrupt. But... Yeah, I was like, I, I'm, I'm not... I'm not cybernetic Kano when his mind was put into the internet. Yeah. Mortal Kombat Armageddon. <laughs> oh. I, like, I, 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 I like my body. I plan on using it for a long time. Okay, I'm done. Uh, Ren, you were trying to say something earlier. I don't know. It's just weird. I I don't know um, how I feel about this. It the fact that there's no true campaign other than aren't the campaign missions supposed to be like trials or something? Um, they're like I think they're like single player missions. So I think they I think from my understanding the original uh, originally the game was supposed to be always online. Uh, but then they decided to throw in, like, single-player missions that you can play offline. Um, 
but they're only like you know like small objectives kind of stuff like oh kill all the enemies on screen collect like little like uh, DNA samples uh, and, and kill this amount of enemies uh, to get their samples and things of that nature so um, yeah that, there's really no campaign uh, from what I've been told when I asked uh, one of the Capcom Unity managers when they were doing the uh, live stream with Alienware back at uh, back during at PAX um, I had asked uh, how, uh, or no, not how, but uh, why is this game being considered canon? And the answer that I got was not how it was, um, or not why, it was how it was canon. And it, what I've been told, at least by Capcom, or by uh, the Capcom Unity uh, community manager, uh, was that the game is loosely canon. Um, so, like, I guess what, what they were trying to say was... Uh, like the things that happen are canon but like i guess like maybe some of the maps aren't canon or uh like like all the firefights aren't happening they're just you know that's just part of the game but like companies sending out like mercenaries and whatnot that to get like old uh, dna samples that umbrella just left behind in their old labs maybe that's canon you know um but I just don't know because they didn't really clarify all that much. They just said the game was slick canon. That is too many flip flops on one decision. That's like that's like flipping a pancake. It's like you can only make it flip so many times before it lands, and either you get it right or it just flops and make a mess. Yeah, yeah. like uh... now I'm hungry. Thanks, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my opinion on this is that. It doesn't seem like there's going to be a lot of clarity when it comes to finding out how much this is really canon or how deep they will go into the lore. I don't think they're going to do that for this game. So, unfortunately, it's canon, but at the same time, it's like they aren't really going to do much with it because there's only these small little missions you go through, and it doesn't seem like anything pertinent to the game. Right. Um... And, and I, I'm just going to say, like, right now, there's a couple of maps which we're going to talk about later on in the document uh, that uh, seem like they would actually conflict with the canon considering when the game is taking place. So, uh, like, they're set on it setting, uh, the setting being um, after RE6, two years after, you know, they're, they're set on that. So uh, you're going to, when we talk about those maps, you're going to just question why did they even pick those maps in particular if you know if it's going to conflict um but i think i've talked enough uh i just want to know uh what is james opinion on this uh in terms of win again sorry i was playing so I was a little um, out of it. how do you feel about umbrella core being considered being canon. canon and it taking place uh two years after resident evil 6 i think it's retarded i don't know why they I don't know why they just can't call it a spin-off multiplayer and just be done with that. It doesn't make sense. Uh, I mean, they, it's 8, they are plot holes they're making doing that. It doesn't make it. It's just stupid. Right. I mean, they they are calling it a spin-off, but it's still being like it's like a canon spin-off, spin-off right? <sighs> I don't. Did, did, wasn't there something with um, Tricell too? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I th you go through like Tricell uh, HQ, I think. I thought their HQ blew up by RE5. Uh, well, no, no, wait. Did they oh, blow it up or? 
No, they, um, after RE5, uh, Tricell gets exposed. Yeah, they got exposed, but I, I don't remember them blowing it up. for, like, the CEO? Yeah. No. No, 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 no. He, he was still under Umbrella, uh, but he was trying to, uh, use Tricell as, like, a, you know, uh, a ploy, I guess, or a scapegoat. Basically, he was, like, dancing all over Excella, Guioni's titties, and that happened. <laughs> Um, so I guess before we move on, uh, does Brandon have anything to say? It's stupid. Why do they can it? No, it doesn't make sense. Why are we going back to Raccoon City after we got blown up? We will yeah, talk that about that. We will talk about that. Like I said, we will talk about that because it is later on, uh, it's a later question in the document. As I said, it doesn't seem like the canon lore is pertinent to the game, so why even bother? Makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But continue. Uh, Alright, so I think that everyone's got their thoughts out of the way for that one, so I'm going to let Brandon read number three. Uh, what is your opinion on the gameplay that's been shown so far? Stupid. Damn. <laughs> he was just straight out just dumb. Stupid. It's, <laughs> not, it's, over. it's not that. Well, you have, like, these hook weapons that can kill people in one shot. You can take the zombies as a human shield, even though technically they can just bite your forearm and affect you. So there's that. It's yeah, the infection. Me so. The infection mechanic isn't in uh, this game, and I don't think the bleeding mechanic is in this game either, which is kind of strange. What about the movement? Though. The movement looks like they're on ice skating rinks or something. Yeah, that's that... because their legs barely move. <laughs> Like, the only thing that I guess you can say as far as, like, it being uh, a third-person shooter uh, that mm -hmm. they, I guess you can say was kind of the right idea was using the zombies as, like, shields, as uh, zombie shields, because technically Operation Raccoon City did that, so um, I guess that was a good thing to carry over, but um, I'm kind of surprised they didn't try to bring over the bleeding mechanic, because that was something that they did for uh, Revelations 2, because... It actually did work for that game, um, but you know, uh, as far as like the gameplay goes, like like you said, run the animations are just god awful. There's a guy in one of the preview videos where he just slides up the stairs. Um, in the Code Veronica video or the Code Veronica map trailer, uh, there's a guy that literally slides up a vent and pushes himself up by just slightly moving his foot. Oh my god, that's terrible, man. I, 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 I could probably find better animations in the PS1 era than this. Mm. Oh yeah, definitely. So it's just that problem, and the gameplay doesn't really look that compelling. And it seems like they limited it to, like, 3v3. And they could really go further than that if they want to make this a dynamic multiplayer experience that extends upon um, the core game. So I don't see mm. why there aren't that many players that you can play with in other modes. It just seems like they're doing a lot of weird things with this that might not pay off in the end. Um, just briefly, I want to uh, add on to that. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, I've heard people compare that game to like Counter-Strike and Rainbow Six Siege. No way. Uh, yeah, I'm not even kidding you. Yeah. Uh, and what I, you know, when I was thinking um, about those like statements, I was just thinking like, well, if this game took something good from, like, say, Rainbow Six Siege, this game would be a 5v5 uh, multiplayer game, not a 3v3. 
Uh, 3v3, in my opinion, would be something you would do in like a private lobby uh, or very tournament-based stuff. And from my understanding, this game is also supposed to be like targeting esports. Oh no! Oh, oh! You already done fucked it up. Can, can I just say something? Oh, please go ahead. If that's the case, this game is likely to flop harder than LeBron after he got slapped. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Oh man. Not even sorry. <laughs> you know, and and I'd like to uh, just say uh, one last thing. Uh, before I let James go, uh, is that like with with that kind of mentality, that's part of the reason why Street Fighter Five kind of failed is because Capcom was trying to kind go for that. Heat. Yeah, I, I put it in lightly. Fought like a pancake, as one other person said. But you know, it's like that's part of the reason why uh, Street Fighter Five failed was because that Capcom was trying to go for that Evo crowd, you know, and trying to rush that shit for Evo. And the same thing can be said about this game: is that if Capcom is trying to port this or make this game for esports and trying to rush this out for like the the next big esports tournament, which I don't really give a fuck about, uh, that is going to harm the game more than help it. James, I'm I'm copywriting that joke, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, what? Are, uh, before we move on, do you have any final thoughts on this game? Uh, Gameplay-wise, looks like booty. And not in a good way. No, it looks like a grandma's ass crack. Oh my god! Move on. Yeah. <laughs> save, save the show! Save the show. <laughs> I'm gonna have uh, As for the esports thing, uh, <laughs> why? This game looks not, doesn't look even look remotely good for esports. I don't know why Capcom cares about esports in the first place. They make money, 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 money. Yeah, but those games are usually good, or at least competently made. These are not. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you can't we can... shit out half a game and then say, "Well, this is esports now." No, it's not. Mm -hmm. I would have to agree. I mean, you know, it's just like we can talk all day about. Uh, the different kinds of games that do like the esports kind of competitive thing, right? And which ones do have them wrong? But you know that would be a whole other discussion uh, that could be had on another day. Um, so I'm gonna let Ren take number four since uh, we've kind of gotten that question out of the way. All right. To follow up with the last question, do you think it's a problem to have maps based on other Resident Evil locations despite them being destroyed or cured of whatever was infecting people? Do you think it's also bad to include enemy types from Resident Evil 6 into those maps if those enemies were never known to be in those locations? So, uh... I'll go first. All right. Okay. Let me... Starters, considering this is canon, yes, this is a problem. Because uh, no Franklin City was destroyed. No need for us to go back there. Um, that island back in Kofaranka was blown to smithereens. We need to go back there. As far as bringing RE6 enemies back, uh, no. They should have brought back enemy types from that specific game on those maps, like the Lost Blockers. Man, for you example. know. Now, some of the RE6 enemies were basically copy and pasted from Left 4 Dead. A better game. Take that, Capcom. Ironically, you know, the Left 4 Dead characters are in six. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. 
I would also like to add on to what Brandon said. Um, I had seen gameplay. I've seen a lot of gameplay of the RE4 map. Um, and you know how, like, in RE4 you have the dogs with, like, the split heads or, like, the split backs and they have, like, the tentacles coming out of them? Um, they don't have those dogs in there. They poured over Cerberus into that map. And the Lost Plagas, uh, like, whenever you blow off an enemy's head and they have the Plagas sticking out of their head, it's not really a threat like it is in RE4. Thank so, God, uh, Thank God, because we really don't need this game to be any more of a tentacle hentai than it already was. <laughs> well, but, you, you know, it's like, why didn't you try to put more effort into those enemies, and why didn't you actually put in the correct enemies in the correct locations? Like, I'm actually surprised I didn't try to port over some, like, RE6 maps. Just, you know, since we have RE4 and RE5, uh, as well as Code Veronica and RE2 maps. Um, you know, why aren't the, like, specific enemy types there? Like, for, say, like, for Code Veronica and the RE2 maps, they had, like, liquors instead, uh, instead of the bloodshots. Uh, for like RE5, maybe you would have like the uh, no, I I don't know, like maybe the executioner or something like that. Uh, I just don't think it would be right to throw in an enemy type from RE6 into locations where it doesn't actually make sense. Hmm. I, I I do think that is weird. Um, the rebuilt Raccoon City. I I think it's just maps full of fluff. That they're trying to go for but aesthetically they don't look right so you see raccoon city and it's all destroyed and it's like you go back and look and it's like hey that never really happened while i was here and even if the city was nuked it still wouldn't be standing because it's been nuked well like i said that's a later question mm -hmm. um, because i i know like everybody wants to get to that one and believe me um yeah, that is uh, some questionable stuff that Capcom has done. But, um, you know, to kind of get back on topic, like, how do you feel about them, like, just porting over enemies from uh, later games into maps that take place in the older games? Why don't they just, like, considering this is a new spinoff and all, why didn't they just make enemies that were new? Like, remember Operation Raccoon City with the Nemesis Parasite? That was a new enemy. So, I, I, I don't understand, like, they could have made new enemies without bringing in the old ones back, unless they had some nostalgia trip to bring them back in, that's the only reason they're there. Uh, but even still, the Bloodshot doesn't even look right, and he's on the Code Veronica map, like, really? Yeah. So it doesn't, and, it doesn't really make any sense, lore-wise at all, either. Yeah, and, and, and I would have to, uh, agree, I mean, like... Uh, if the game is going to be canon, why not just take liberties to make, you know, new enemy types so that way you can say, like, okay, well, these enemy types are new, maybe the maps aren't really canon, maybe they're actually destroyed, but we're ex experimenting with, like, new enemy types, perhaps for, like, remakes of these games, uh, and we might throw them into the remake or something like that, and instead they're just being like, yeah, we'll just pull this enemy from RE6, we'll pull that one, uh, this one... Uh, how about that enemy from RE2? We'll just throw that into the RE4 map. Shit, if they're using uh, the Code Veronica like map, they should just use, like, stuff like the Banner Snatchers. I mean, that'd be pretty cool to see. Uh, it seems like they want to take the right liberties, but they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do with them, honestly. Yeah. How, do, uh, how does uh, James feel about this? 
uh, how the enemy's been in the wrong places. Um, I don't, you know, I just don't think they cared about it. They just wanted to make random shit. Seems like it's gonna be so non-canon. It hurts. I mm -hmm. still think <laughs> they should uh, backtrack the statement when they said it's canon because it's it can't be. Just not the way it's set up. Right. Um. You know, I, I would also like to add on, like, if not that, just at least say that the, the you know, like, the RE4, RE5, RE2, and Code Veronica maps are, are just, you know, like, throwback maps. They're not actually canon, whereas the Tricell and the Umbrella Labs, uh, those would actually be canon. Hmm. Yeah, but too bad that's messed up now, so it's like crying over spilled milk. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna let uh, James take on number five. Do you find it strange that the game, based on previews, seems only about have about five weapons in total? Is this bad when comparing it to RE5, or perhaps a decent amount of weapons in ORC? Um, as a preview, no. But when the full game releases. We better be packing heat like we're Deathstroke. Hmm. Are you in for the game? <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, if I show, if I go into this game and all I got is one hand, if there's only one type of handgun, one type of shotgun, right, sniper rifle, machine gun, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't... I hope that the full game has more, but if they don't, that's going to be an issue. Why would you limit guns in a shooter? It, it, it doesn't make any sense. Why? Why? Especially when it's a shooter that's not based off the original Resident Evil formula. Yeah. It's, yeah. And, and considering how they're toting this as an action title, it would be kind of stupid for them not to put in like a huge assortment of guns and weaponry. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. Um, you know, I've seen some of, like, the uh, the weapons. Um, I've only seen, I think, maybe it was, like, I, I think there's a little bit more than five that I've seen so far. Uh, but it's, like, maybe one submachine gun that they keep showing in every single preview, one shotgun that they show in every single preview, uh, about three or four different handguns as of this point. Uh, you have your Wesker Samurai Edge, which I don't know if is DLC or if it's an actual unlock. You have uh, Claire's M93 from Code Veronica. You have um, the Matilda from RE2, I believe. And then you have the Lightning Hawk or Desert Beagle from previous iterations, um, like RE2 and RE5, for example. And I believe also RE6. Um so that's like about you know five weapons and then i think i've also seen like maybe um one like cqc or cqb uh, assault rifle so that's you know about five five six weapons there um and to me it just doesn't feel enough um like i think that they really do need the arsenal from re5 if not the decent amount of weapons that you can have in like uh, orc had it had a decent amount of weapons even though they're all ass uh but <laughs> you know it's it point being is that you should have an arsenal if this is going to be a shooter i will say however as far as like the customization goes 
Uh, I do like the fact that you can like change like little bits, like like even the iron sights for your weapons, which I thought was kind of cool because you don't actually get to see that in a lot of uh, shooters. So that that's a positive, I guess. But for the most part, when it comes to the amount of weapons, uh, no, that that's negative. You need to add in more, and they shouldn't be DLC. They should be unlockable. Mm. But, I've talked enough about that. Uh, what are your thoughts about this, Brandon? Sucks. Sucks. Straight this to the point, again. Gonna... He's not even trying. I just don't care about this game. All seriousness. Like, no. Well, at least you're like, being honest. Really, like, yeah, like, it all honestly go, why have a small arsenal for a massive shooter like this? Indeed. In the head, Resident Evil 4 had a bigger arsenal than this. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, oh, for sure, man. You had fucking grenade launchers. You had fucking whatever. I, I don't remember Resident Evil 4's weapons too vividly, but I know you got an assortment of like revolvers and machine guns and sniper rifles and all that shit. And you got to upgrade those guns uh, as well. Here's a joke. DMC had. Oh, DMZ had more of an arsenal than this capital. Yeah. You're probably right. <laughs> Damn, he's going back, Ralph. <laughs> You're probably right, because uh, if it's just five guns, then, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, worst game is more limited. So, yeah. How about you, James? <sighs> Do I even need to say anything? Like, five guns. Yeah. Call of Duty has more guns than this. That game's arsenal is bigger than the others. Yeah. It's, it's just dumb. It's, uh, Capcom's lazy title again. Call of Duty Maced Umbrella Corps looks small by comparison. Yes, the pun is intentional. The pun! <laughs> okay. Uh, so we'll move on to number six. I'll take this one. Speaking of Operation Raccoon City, in one of the trailers showing off customizations, it seems that one of the patches plush emblems is directly from the Spec Ops team from ORC. Do you think it's likely that we'll see the characters uh, from that game, if not some other references to ORC? I certainly hope not, because we don't need to be reminded of the redheaded stepchild of the RE franchise. Hmm. Steve. Well, no, no, no. I don't think that's. Well, I don't think that's I the case. I, I think that. Want him back. I, I, I think that they are going to probably put in uh, different characters as DLC because they're already kind of doing that with the uh, pre-order bonus, where you get overpriced to play as old DLC, characters. It's, it's overpriced, it's like, yeah, but they they like are doing it. Hmm. How much? Fifteen bucks. $15 for six character skins. I don't even 15, think you get new weapons. $15 plus your firstborn. <laughs> um, from what I've seen, both, well, like a, a new iteration of the, the USS patch, which is the Umbrella Security Service patch, that's in the game along with the uh, Spec Ops patch. The Spec Ops patch hasn't been altered, so... Uh, I think that if if not little Easter eggs like that, I do think that it's likely we'll see uh, character skins uh, specifically based off of those characters. Um, in my opinion, I don't think it's that bad because it's you know an action game that you know it's just skins. It's a cosmetic thing. It's not like you're actually going through ORC again. 
um, in, in the sense that you're going through a shit tier campaign. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't think that's bad if they do add those characters in, but it would be a problem if they're charging you, uh, you know, like $15 for like six character skins. But this is Capcom here, the people who did on this DLC religiously, so I, I think they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, does anybody else have anything to say, or are we good? I know that's kind of a smaller question. Pray to the Almighty DLC. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Brandon, you were saying something? Brandon, Lord, you go, faggot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I heard yeah, somebody got a trophy. James did. I think we're uh, pretty much done with this one. Alrighty, so uh, I'll let uh, Brian to take number seven. Oh, I'm glad you did. What is your take on the game having a pre-order bonus that includes characters such as Hunk, the RE6 iteration of Leon, and the RE6 iteration of Chris, to name a few, rather than having them as unlocks? Um, pre-order bonus can suck a fat one. Um, personally, Hunk being there, I have no problem with, because this man has been going like Jesus after his resurrection. Mm-hmm. He needs to come back. Leon and Chris, we've seen enough of them for more than one game. It's like, they're just bonus characters, whatever, but Jesus Christ, come on. Help us, please. Especially Leon. Yeah, Leon's been in more RE games than you can count, more movies than you can count. Uh, it's time to bring back... You know, going off the last question, I don't see why they don't have any of the RE females in this game. They just have all the dudes. Sexist. Yeah, that was so weird Sexist. too. Somebody call Anita. Somebody call Anita. <laughs> like, no, like all I'm jokes kidding. aside, all jokes aside, that's like really weird. Like, I think they just wanted to make it a total sausage fest, but you know, oh, like, no. um, as far as like doing the pre-order bonus, I think it sucks that these are even pre-order bonuses to begin with. Um, I think that Hunk isn't too too bad and. We have kind of seen him here and there for, like, raid mode in the Revelation series, but we haven't seen him, like, full-on. And I still think that Capcom should, you know, pursue to make a uh, a game with him, whether that be a survival horror game or a spin-off action game that plays, like, RE4 or something. It would be really nice to just have a game with him. Yeah, but unfortunately, they have all that potential, and it's wasted because they don't think Hunk is anything more than a side character. Oh, well, you know, when, when Gregorman was working at Capcom, at least, uh, he, he compared him to Johnny Sasaki from the Metal Gear Solid series. Oh, he's a joke character! Wow. He was like, they did something with him, and I thought that was a mistake. So that would be like the same thing if you did that to Hunk, and I'm just like, face palming like there's no fucking tomorrow. I'm glad, I'm glad he's gone. I'm so glad he's gone from Capcom. Really glad. Yeah. Uh, what about you, James? What do you think about the uh, pre-order DLC? Dumb. Alright, uh, Ren, you want to read off number 8? I, I can do it since these figures are distracted. Um, Do you think that it's odd that this game is supposed to be canon, but yet it has more throwback maps than new maps? Hmm. Yes. Yeah, it is weird. 
that they are doing this and and not to mention that like I said uh, they don't seem to be taking the initiative on the opportunity to make something new uh, they're just focusing on the old stuff and uh, at the same time trying to say it's canon and the lore is really not going to be expanded on because it's not going to factor into the core game that much so it is weird seeing that too the story sounds like one big rumor mill it's like hey girl did you hear about what happened with such and such it's like ooh girl what happened and you just sitting down eating popcorn the whole time listening you know what would be better <laughs> if they just came out and said Tricell was still alive because it would obviously lead into more sequel bait I yeah from the point in time I would actually kind of like that and I'm surprised they didn't do that for like RE6 instead of having what is it? Neo Umbrella? For Neo Umbrella, game. yeah. Uh, I think it should have been Trisol for that one because, you know, uh, Trisol kind of became the new Umbrella. So, uh, you know, and, and that was something like, you know, characters like Chris Redfield were like worried about happening where, where uh, you know, new organizations taking their place and uh, people like Wesker, you know, or, or a new Wesker coming out. And, and that would have been an interesting way to continue forward with it. So uh, I think it would have been nice to see that, you know, see uh, the game take take the chance to maybe explore the idea of, uh, you know, Tricell is still around and, and they're sending you out to do shit. I mean, the game kind of already does that and says that you're going out and you're working for random, you know, uh, corporations that are similar to Umbrella and Tricell, uh, but they don't really specify who those companies are. They don't really talk about that much. Um, and it just kind of left in the dust, and that's always been kind of a problem with Capcom is that they don't really talk about like any of the competing companies that Umbrella has ever had in the series. No, it's just always either the organization or the family, and they really don't expand on them that much, even though they have a following because a lot of people kind of want to see the family carry into Resident Evil 7, and now it's like that's up in the ether. So I can kind of see that sentiment, of them saying, well, you know, they have all this lore here, but they don't expand on it, and it's just missed opportunities at this rate. Um, I think that, personally, when it comes to throwback maps and uh, lore, they should just come out with it and say it, rather than just saying that, oh, well, we have this tricell facility that's still active, it's canon, and there's zombies everywhere. That's it. It's like, Jesus. Mm -hmm. I, I would like to see them sort of show this to us, story-wise, even if it's a cutscene, than to just have it there for gameplay purposes. Yeah, I would have How to. How do you play this game? I'm gonna back out for a second. Yeah, good. Just want to back out. And as for the uh, like not doing new maps, uh, I'll just say this: like, it would be nice to see like new maps, and then just them like maybe separating the two like okay these are throwback maps none of the none of the things that happen in this or none of the like enemy placement and all that that none of that is canon right and if they would say that but they they haven't said that capcom has not said any of that and then maybe do like a handful of like new maps that are specifically made for the game that game uh that are particularly canon but they don't do that yeah because that's what the last three that's what the last three resident Evil games did it's like Resident Evil 4 had that, oh, was it that Waterworld stage of Mercenaries? Um, RE5 had that, it had that, uh, it had that, that, uh, extra part of the lab stage. It had that random cap mountain castle stage. It, uh, and then 6 had that weird bio 
engineering lab stage in mercenary so it's like well that one they took some and they organized them to where they don't look the same as their other counterparts uh so they just took yeah they took bits and pieces but it wasn't really those particular uh maps in full in terms of how they were in a campaign just structured differently so in that event some of it makes sense uh, that they're doing that because you know it adds to the stage design and you'll say like oh well here's China from Resident Evil 6 it's noticeable but at the same time it's like uh, why if you're making it canon and it's new and you aren't doing anything with it makes no sense especially after China got blown especially after that city in China got blown up well yeah yeah that too it's like you're bringing in these maps and it's like uh, they're devastated, but you're changing them around. They look different, so people are going to say, what the hell? Yeah, and anyone who is um, a fan of those maps and they see something different, I think their first instinct is to get confused. Yeah. Yep. Um, are there any uh, final thoughts on this, or can we move on? Um, I don't think so. Go ahead. Uh, you were saying, Brian? I mean... Oh, uh, yeah, I, I say we can move on. Okay, cool. Uh, so I'll read off number nine because these two figates are playing Tekken right now. Um, <laughs> there was a rumor going around that Resident Evil 7 would have players go back to Raccoon City. In a trailer for Umbrella Corps, we learned that there were there would be two maps based in Raccoon City. One being one based during the outbreak of Raccoon City and the other being after it's been destroyed with the dilapidated RPD police station. Do you think people might have confused the rumor with these maps, or do you think that we could still see Raccoon City in Resident Evil 7? I'd say yes to the latter. Also, uh, hearing about hearing about a map like that, this this is kind of like when this is kind of like when somebody brings up that one X that you never want to think about. Only when they do bring it up, then you just start feeling miserable because it was just so much crap that went down. I mean, look at what happened to Raccoon. Hmm. His next girlfriend got blown up. <laughs> well, uh, what do you think about this, Brandon? His ex-girlfriend got blown up. <laughs> that pretty much summed it up for me. Um... Uh, I'll, I'll just say this, like, I think that given what we know about Resident Evil 7, I don't think it's likely that we'll see Raccoon City, although, um, that would be interesting, I guess, but given that it's destroyed, um, I don't, I don't know, like, when you say, like, Rac going back to Raccoon City, uh, I guess the only real way you can make it work is, um, is if you had, you know, the, um, the if you took the concept of Biohazard Dash and implemented that into the game, but very it's very unlikely that Capcom would go back to that particular concept. Although Capcom is no stranger to going back to uh, older concepts. Um, as far as how the the maps are, I don't know. Uh, or, like as far as the rumor goes, I think that you know it's it's potential that uh, people did actually confuse the maps for the you know uh, what RE Seven was going to actually be taking place in. So you know, who knows? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I don't know how I feel about this one. I, I think that 
once again, I think they took some liberties. Uh, I, I don't think that we'll see Raccoon City in RE7, considering the fact that they seem to be really focused on this one plantation out in Louisiana. So I, I don't think that we'll see any stuff like that unless they expand on the game. Uh, but it's interesting if they go back to Ground Zero and perhaps maybe put in some news articles or something like that because there's always stuff going around Resident Evil that's not based in that one location that seems to have people that have their own agendas that are bigger than that one location so uh, I would love to see some stuff about Umbrella maybe Neo Umbrella talking about some stuff that's going on with uh, Raccoon City or maybe they rebuilt the town there or something like that you, you never know I don't know Mm. So, uh, yeah, it would be... Oh, well, yeah, 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 it is uh, nuclear irradiated, but I'm saying, like, you know, they could always pull something out of their ass saying, oh, well, we're all, we're making a Raccoon City 2.0 or something somewhere else, so... Uh, like I said, um, you know, if, if they were to take them back to Raccoon City, I think the only way you could actually really do it is if you went back to that concept of Biohazard Dash. Um, except for the, the original concept for that game was the there was going to be new characters and they were going to be going uh, back to the Spencer Mash Mansion after it, it had been uh, destroyed. Yeah, uh, I mean, but, you know, they scrapped that concept entirely in favor of RE2. Either, uh, well, Dom, you said something before about uh, the Arclade Mountains pro possibly still being um, existent. Uh, maybe they could do something around there or make a memorial city or either make something like Tall Oaks where it's totally new and they have the potential to, you know, have that call back to Resident Evil 2 again. Um, yeah, that's, that's the only way they can go about it. Other than that, uh, the city has been nuked, um, so changing it is kind of futile at this point, in my opinion. I mean, let's be honest. You're gonna pull something out your ass, you're gonna get a pile of crap anyway. Yeah. Just saying. So, uh, I guess we can move on. I'll, I'll take this next one here, too. Uh, what is your take on the concept of Umbrella Corps? And for those of you that don't know, the concept is basically you are a soldier working for a, uh, you're a mercenary. You're working for random companies that are trying to get a piece of what Umbrella left behind, uh, you know, before they had uh, gone under. So you're going into these locations that are, you know, quarantine zones and things of that nature, and you're trying to get, like, uh, DNA samples from, like, enemies and uh, combat data and things of that nature. So that is the, basically the concept of Umbrella Core. Um, as a spin-off title on its own, I don't mind it, but given that what they've been doing with this game, I just don't like the fact that it's being considered canon. Mm -hmm. It's gonna flop like LeBron. Um, yeah. So, what was the question again? Uh, what do you think of... What is your take on the concept of Umbrella Core? And to repeat myself, uh, the concept of Umbrella Core is basically you are a mercenary, you are sent in uh, by random companies, no-name companies, you don't even know what they are, uh, and they are being sent in by um, by these companies into these quarantine zones to collect combat data and to collect DNA samples from uh, zombies and other mutations that were created by Umbrella. And I say hmm. it's going to flop like LeBron. 
Uh, you are flopping, man. Are you trying to have something from us? I'm just saying. Yeah. So, uh, what is your take on that, uh, Brendan? Well, pretty much what Brian said is going to flop. Alright, then. Wait, uh, what question is this again? 10 or 11? This is, uh, sure. this is number 10. Number 10? Uh, concept? Uh, it wouldn't be a bad idea to see different companies come in and take over what Umbrella is trying to do. But it could have cooperated better, I guess. Also, are those companies even established? Yeah, they should have done this years they ago. They apparently are, but you just don't know the names of these companies. So, um, I would assume that, like, maybe, like, Tricell, for example, like, remnants of Tricell are trying to gather data from Umbrella. Because, uh, you know, you know, they might have had, like, alliances, but that doesn't mean that they're necessarily, like, buddy-buddy, which would make sense why they would try to get some of their shit. Uh, the only thing I remember is the fact that all the viruses got sold on the black market. So everyone yeah. had their hand on the pie pretty much since uh, they were sold. Uh, the Tricell only was one mm -hmm. of them. Yeah, Tricell was one, but one thing I never understood is why they were sold on the black market. I, I think it had something to do with Wesker, right? Sort of selling them yeah. to the highest bidder. It was definitely... Wesker, Wesker was trying to play a big end game with the way he was developing the viruses because it was like he had simple of the T virus, simple of the G virus, T Veronica virus, the last plagas and TCP virus. TCP TCP virus. TCP. <laughs> and then the T Abyss virus. Yeah. So it was like combine all that, it's like Wesker was gonna pretty much it's, it's kind of like Wesker was really playing a long game with everybody that could have been involved, and now it's like everybody's trying to do what he, do what he couldn't finish. Hmm. That's just me, though. I mean, it's about the most sensible thing um, story-wise, but it's just like with the way they're handling it is, it just seems like a one big foster cluck. Well, uh, in my opinion, I think that people have various reasonings as to why they're going around making viral outbreaks uh, being assholes. Uh, so, I, I think that I, I think that is just different motivations every time it's bought on the black market, and that's their way of wanting to continue the series while having it make sense. Um, that anyone can get their hands on it pretty much. I gotta make it make sense on the parallel. Yeah. Shut up. No, no words of the parallel. <laughs> I'm sorry so, I can't uh, resist. So I mean, you know, it's like I said, um like the concept sounds cool. Um also James you forgot to mute. Uh but God, yeah. um the the concept is interesting and I think it would work, but it's just like the the way that it's being executed is it's being done poorly and you know looking back at like something like Operation Raccoon City, great concept. Mm -hmm poorly executed and that's what we're seeing again with this game yeah most definitely uh i i hope that they realize the potential and even if this game flops there's always the opportunity to make a good spin-off even though uh you know this game flopped because the direction the mainline story is going you know we don't usually see mainline series until after like three to two and a half years so, 
they always had the opportunity to make these spinoff games. I think they can still make an interesting spinoff. It's just the way they go about it. That's the most important. I would have to agree. But uh, I think we've kind of set on this, this question for quite a bit now. So uh, I will let Run take the next one. Okay, so uh, this is number 11. Uh, why do you think Capcom is going back to action-based Resident Evil games even though they've seen the overall positive reception of Resident Evil Origins Collection and the Resident Evil Revelation series? Um, I will simply have to say it, and this is true, um, Identity Crisis, I mean, um, it's the reason why they keep going back and forth because they listen to one set of fans who might have liked Resident Evil 4 through 5 then they might go to the other set of fans that like Resident Evil 1, 2, 3 and they say well I like this style I like that style so they try to just blend it all together in the blender and see what sticks mm-hmm. um, and that's not the best way to go about it and all this other stuff I've been hearing about them listening to Call of Duty fans them listening to Last of Us fans them you know doing all this other shit uh, looking at VR and first person and stuff like that. I just think that it's a huge clusterfuck. And and the reason why... chefs. Yeah. chefs can spoil the recipe, basically. Yeah, and so if they're catering to the Call of Duty crowd, which I think they are with this game, uh, that's what they're going for. Suck. Yeah, they're, they're going more for the money and less for the quality, so to speak. Yeah. And it's going to suck big time. Brian, I would have to say that um, with what what I've heard at least is that uh, Capcom has been saying that uh, they realized that that was a big mistake when it came to RE6 was trying to listen to every single fan. Uh, so with like Umbrella Core, they're saying that if you want action, just go to spin-off games like this. If you want uh, horror, go to Resident Evil 7, which you know, Resident Evil 7 in on itself um, may or may not arguably have an identity crisis on its own, but that's a whole nother topic. Um, you know, the point being is that, um, yeah, I would have to agree, it's just like Capcom just doesn't know what to do with the Resident Evil franchise. They they listen to so many other, you know, different fan bases. They listen to the one the one that basically split in half uh, and are potentially even splitting even more. Um, and, and it's just like they don't even know what to listen to or what to do. Um, and I think that it would have been best that Capcom just focus on, like, survival horror stuff, even if it has a little bit of action elements like previous iterations. Um, but also just kind of, like, also just think about just making new franchises if they feel like and new IPs if they feel like uh, they should cater to an action crowd because I don't think that making action games is bad but just slapping the Resident Evil name on it is kind of uh, a ridiculous thing to do in my opinion because that's that's weird isn't it like you look at Dino Crisis it went from a sort of survival horror game to an action game naturally by the creator so Mm -hmm. That would be a lot more entertaining to see that turn into an action series than to see it happen to Resident Evil. I just think that Capcom was mostly pressuring Shinji Mikami to sort of make a good game with Resident Evil 4 and he had to scrap so many concepts until he finally landed on something that appeased him and met the bottom line. So 
I think that it's just identity crisis after identity crisis. And mm. uh, if they don't sort it out, then that's going to spill over to the uh, spinoffs and the mainline even more. Uh, so I just hope that for this game in particular, it works out to have the action as a sort of a spinoff thing and the mainline is something more serious and focused, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, I would also like to add on that just like, um, you know, looking at like some of these, um, like other franchises that have been inspired by Resident Evil because they, they start off as a Resident Evil game and they change it entirely. Like, um, Onimusha, for example, started off as a feudal Japan uh, Resident Evil game before it became Onimusha because they deemed that stuff too different. Um, and, you know, they start off, like, like Devil May Cry, Onimusha, Dino Crisis, they started off as very, like, they have, like, survival horror elements. Um, arguably, Dino Crisis 1 was a survival horror game, you know. And then 2 was, like, an action game. Um, and then they, you know, they move on from that with, you know, the sequels, and the sequels are, you know, more action-based and more what they need to be. Um, and, like, I, I'm glad you brought up Dino Crisis, because I actually feel as though Dino Crisis needs to play, like, games like... Uh, Umbrella Core and uh, Resident Evil 6 and stuff like that. Just not have the bad animations, of course, but <laughs> as far as, like, third-person shooters and whatnot, it would be perfect for a Dino Crisis game. Yeah, it, it's it's like the natural progression. It seemed like for RE4, like I said, uh, they just seemed to put the gun to Mikami's back, and he had to scrap so many versions of Resident Evil 4 to the point where it got ridiculous. Like, there's, like, so many prototypes of that game. Some of them are survival horror. Some of them we never seen, like the zombie prototype. So, uh, I just think they settled on something that appeased them, and they went from there. And they tried to make this new era because Resident Evil 4 was so popular. Yeah. You know, this this reminds me of something that a lot of black comedians said, and I think, and you know, me and Rankin probably attest to this it's kind of like if you, when you're black and you're growing up in a black household you're trying to smack your mama it's like it's like you know you're gonna pay for it one way or the other that's true so do you feel that way about them changing it so much that they really didn't learn their lesson pretty much yeah I figured that's where you're going with that just let me be honest Given what I just said, if you didn't learn your lesson, you're going to feel it more ways than one. Prepare for the belt. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That belt is going up your backside hard, and by the end, you are just going to be face face first on the floor, crying, begging for God to help you. And Brian is going into detail, but I think that's where <laughs> we have to move on to question number 12. I'm just saying. Alright, uh, so, Dom, you want to take it? Or you want to let someone else go? I can go then. Uh, some fans... Yeah, he, he ripped it. So, some fans have argued that they would be more than willing to purchase a new Mercenaries game, if not an updated port of Mercenaries 3D over Umbrella Core. Do you feel the same way? Uh, I want that game where it's like every single character from the series in there, and it's a mercenaries game. That'd be great. That'd be like, you know, you get to play Burry, Billy, uh, Rebecca, all of that. 
Uh, everyone want that style of game, but they they don't deliver it to us. So it's like also the loadout thing is kind of strange to be honest. Now uh, the fact that Mercenary 3D allowed you to uh, have your own loadout and sort of change them up a little bit, I think that'd be pretty cool to see in a Mercenaries game if they did that. Yeah, it would just as long. But then you know they have to nerf it so that nobody is ridiculously overpowered, because uh, because like if you play mercenaries and Resident Evil Five, it's like Wesker, limited as his weapons were, had a fairly good had a fairly good set of weapons. Stars Wesker is just the worst example, yeah, and, and like man, if you were just doing usual um not team deathmatch, but uh, I think it was team slayers, uh if the other team decided to kill you and they had stars Wesker and he had that damn shotgun you would be screwed in like two hits so I can understand the balancing we're I'm on sorry, question number 12 though 12 okay, cool. um alright uh do you mind if I take this one really quick I, I already said it uh we're, we're discussing it actually oh okay cool um so yeah I would I would actually really like an HD port of that game uh, if not like a new one, mm. um, just because like there's so much potential for just doing mercenaries as a standalone title. And I said um, like the the best thing they could do is include everyone from the series. Don't leave anyone out because mm -hmm. that's what people have been asking for for years. They want a Mercs game if it comes with everyone in it, like no one left behind. So it'll feel like a true reunion in a sense. You know the one thing that that sort of got on my nerves were some of the complaints that I heard that I saw from some of the people who played the game because they were like they were like uh, it was like man I'm mad I bought this game and I like to play it but I can't delete my old save file and start over it's like why would you well that is a legit complaint considering you can't make multiple save files but at the same time though why would you start over like the multiple save mercenaries like, game it doesn't make sense but i'm sorry to interrupt it's cool the um i mean the multiple save files that part i get but it's like trying to delete just to start it over is like i mean you know if you get complacent and you start to suck that's your own fault <laughs> mm -hmm. um i i think that like like ren was saying like having all the characters would be nice but i would also argue that like having like all the maps from Resident Evil's four through six, uh, those would be really cool to see, uh, and along with like maybe some of the characters from the uh, 3D game as well, because there are some characters that uh, were exclusive to that version, if I'm not mistaken, like Claire Redfield, for example. Um, so it'd be really cool to just see that all like come together, or maybe even do like new exclusive maps just for that particular Mercenaries game. Uh, I don't see why Capcom doesn't take that opportunity to uh, do so. Because it's Capcom. That's all you need to know. Mm -hmm. uh, did James or Brandon go on this one? or? No, I don't think so. Hey, guys. Yes? Answer the question. Why should I? It's your turn. Uh, I don't know anything about Mercenaries 3D, so you have to fill me in? Uh, well, if you've played Mercenaries, you've pretty much played Mercenaries 3D. It's a, uh, it's a 3DS game, but it's just Mercenaries. Um, the one thing that 
that particular game has over like mercenaries mode on all the other games though is that you can swap loadouts between characters so like if you wanted to play as Jill Valentine, but you really liked uh, Krauser's setup. You can swap setups between the two characters. What he said. Mm, yeah, it does sound better. I don't know why they haven't brought it back. Because they're stupid. Because they're stupid. Let me stop. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing too much right now. Yes, you are. Shut up. So, uh, I, I think we're uh, good to go on, right? And, uh, Tackle the next question. Yeah, go ahead. Um, did who read the last one, by the way? Um, Renegade did. I did. I have a red shit. Uh, <laughs> James, why don't you read number thirteen? All right. Uh, let's see. Do you think it's likely that Capcom will take feedback from this game and use it for either RE2 remake or my RE7? Probably not. No, I will. I Even won't Capcom consider the use RE6. Hold on, yeah. one time. One time. Given Capcom's records since they've refused to listen to fucking anybody, no, probably not, because they're dumb. Uh, when you were saying, Brandon? I was saying, like, considering they're using RE6 feedback for the, um, for RE2 remake, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. That is all. Uh, I think that, yeah, like, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they did it, like Brandon said, but uh, I would prefer if they not if they wouldn't take feedback from this game for, um, you know, RE7 or the Resident Evil 2 remake. If anything, I would say, you know, if they plan on doing more spin-offs like this, then take feedback from that game and apply it to the next one. Yeah, use that feedback and put it into the best of your ability. Um, it is good that they're, you know, sticking with, uh, the horror stuff. So, I, I think if they do it right, it'll have the opportunity to make some, uh, new scares. Uh, but if they do it wrong, then it's gonna flip-flop on their head. Mm -hmm. So, uh, number 14, who wants to read that? Not it. Uh, I'll take it. Right. Already read it. Is Wait, is it is it marked? What fourteen? Yeah. No, it's not marked. It's below uh below thirteen. Oh, okay. James, so, are you blind? Yeah, James kind of confused me with this statement. No, 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 I meant I already read. So someone else read. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I, okay. I thought you meant you already read fourteen, but that's okay. Uh, no, I got so. it. Okay, I got it. Oh, yeah. Um, is there a possible chance that this game may do better than Operation Raccoon City? Definitely. Why or why not? I agree. Because the last game was Raccoon City. Operation Raccoon City is horrible. I, I don't... I mean, I, I think this game will be at least significantly a little bit better because even though they are canon with this stage that they have for Tricell, they aren't trying to sort of make this non-canon attempt that just shits over everything. Uh, mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I think... It'll be a little bit better, but not by a lot. I'm trying so hard not to think of the stuff I said during the stream. Oh, please don't. <laughs> yeah, I, you can see us play Raccoon City on Ren's channel if you want to see how shit that game actually is. Uh, <laughs> it's freaking hilarious. I, I'm kind of split on that one because, like, on the one hand, uh, you know, 
balance wise and all that it might actually play a lot better than raccoon city but on the other hand uh it could be equally as bad so i'm kind of split and you know given that what the gameplay that's available now for the uh for it um you can see like the like we said earlier like the bugged animations and the, the really shit tier uh gameplay so far uh so it's really hard to tell at this point but it would not be surprising if it's just as bad uh so did it, did anyone else go uh, I think oh i said what i needed to Hmm. Okay, well, I'll uh, I'll take the next one. I think everyone's gonna want to have a piece of this one, actually. <laughs> how do you, how do you think Umbrella Core will sell? Do you think it's possible that the release of Mighty Number no. Nine, which we know is not actually getting delayed because the review scores have uh, came in recently uh, for both games, actually, uh, will benefit in terms of? Do you think that uh, the release of Mighty Number no. Nine will uh, benefit the? this game in terms of sales no um, potentially sorry uh, I, I still know and, and I and I'm saying I'm saying potentially only because of the fact that um, you know mighty number no. nine and its little controversy which will do a roast on that particular game in the near future of course <laughs> uh, but you know the way that that game was handled and, and all the controversy surrounding that game uh, I think that yes, p people would probably you know put their money on, on other crap like this, uh, and it would benefit from sales. Uh, from what I'm seeing with review scores, at least at least the one that I've seen so far, uh, <laughs> the game has already gotten better review scores than Mighty Number no. Nine. Yeah, I'm not that... sure what to say about that though. I mean, they both suck apparently. Yeah, that game is DOA though. It's it's dead on arrival so. Uh, uh, to Umbrella Core's credit, it has a 36 on from Mitsu on late Mighty Number no. Nine, which is a 30 on um, 30. Out of what? Yeah, it's a flat 30. 30, flat out, of 30 40. out of 40. I always found their reviews uh, or their review scores weird, to be honest. Very uh, weird. It actually makes sense because um, if you add all four numbers together, it will achieve set number. Hmm. Yeah, they yeah, do four they have 40. Yeah, they do like four different score numbers, and that's that's how you would add them all. So up. basically, yeah. if everyone gives it a ten, it's a forty. Can I give it a two? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like it's like uh, it's like grading a college essay, basically. I don't know about that yet. Oh, oh, believe me, if from what you were saying, that's pretty much how it is. Um, so how how do you feel about that though, Brain? Like, do you think that the game will sell better because of Mighty Number no. Nine? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that. Oh shit. I mean, like, Mighty Number no. Nine is probably gonna sell some kind of way anyway. But it's like Umbrella Core on its own can sell because there's Resident Evil fans who who wanted something. Mm hmm. And that's pretty much it. I don't think they wanted this game because, I mean, um, the people, uh -oh. once again, the people who want to play COD will play COD. I was going to oh, say, yeah. I was going to, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, aside from us, aside from us, there's people who are going to want to play it because they want a Resident Evil game. 
us on our hand on our hand we're like yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna let this one sit on the shelves let it collect dust the game is never coming out of retirement because it's never gonna hit retirement <laughs> damn right. I thought I was gonna be firing shots but I guess not I've been firing yeah. shots all night <laughs> did you go for this one now Ren? um which one was that number 15 yeah uh, I don't know. I I'm more of a it remains to be seen how this will sell sort of guy because um you never know it could go either way. I stand by what I said. <laughs> I mean, but I I will say the demographic they're looking for for Umbrella Core, uh you know this whole shooter craze. I mean I don't know it has to be really good to get some recognition, like really good. Um, it has to be you know. And even good shooters, sometimes they don't get the recognition they deserve. So it's going to be a hard sell to some people. Um, I, I will say, if it's fun, then sure, it could sell more than Mighty Number no. 9. But if it's not, then it's pretty much going to go the way of the Dodo. Yeah. I thought you said the Dodo. No, the Dodo. The extinct bird. James, stop taking all your fast girls. So, uh, why don't we have, uh, Brandon read off number 16 since he's been oh. looting some of these. Oh, fine. Oh. <laughs> yeah, read, you black man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you white man. Oh, oh okay then. <laughs> hey, too bad. Shut up, though. To add on to the last question. Do you think RE5 will sell more than Umbrella Corpse, despite having it intentionally released um, digitally on the 28th of June? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think that the initial release for the 28th, uh, because that's seven days away uh, from from that particular release date. Technically, that's eight for, for when we're recording, but um, yeah, I think more people would be inclined to purchase RE5 again than Umbrella Core. Yes, no. I said yes. Uh, what about you, Ren? Um, let me let me read this over real quick. Um, uh, Resident Evil Five selling more. I mean, yeah, a lot of people, you know, they didn't think RE Five was a bad game. They thought it was pretty good. Um, it had its shortcomings. It had its shortcomings here or there, but I think for the most part that, you know, it still was a pretty profitable game. Uh, I think it's even in Capcom's uh, Platinum list. It's one of Capcom's bestsellers, but um, as far as, like, bestsellers, which I, I've kind of talked about this before, uh, they waited a few years after uh, the initial release and then said it would, and then declared it that. Uh, th this also applied to games like Operation Raccoon City and Resident Evil 6. They had claimed that these games sold very well, but only years after uh, they had accumulated sales. Initial sales um, for RE5 and for RE6, they were actually very low. Uh, RE6 even lower than RE5. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know why Capcom decides to do it that way, where they declare a, a title... Uh, you know, to be a bestseller. Maybe they wanted it to sell that much. Uh, <laughs> then they were delusional. <laughs> oh man, but that that is pretty funny. So, 
I didn't uh, I didn't I'll mean to on. interrupt, but that was funny. I'll 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 take on number seventeen since we're kind of wrapping up with these questions here. How long do you expect the multiplayer to be active for this game? Uh, probably it, about a few months. And that's it. Eleven minutes. Mm, I don't. Uh, well, if you consider the fact that ORC still has a pretty vibrant multiplayer, uh, you never know. People might love to play trash, and that might happen. So. Uh, yeah, and people play that multiplayer for ORC, people skills, want... but they don't play all the modes for that multiplayer, from my understanding. Yeah, they don't. They only play Heroes mode. Uh, you know, people want to go dumpster diving, I guess. So, my <laughs> joke. Uh, yeah, I don't think they play the, uh, the biohazard mode or whatever, where you have to collect the G virus samples, and I don't think they play the. Uh, you won't really find a game. Uh, what is it? The survivors where you have to like get on the helicopter and you have to make sure that it, it yourself and then potentially most of your teammates if not all of your teammates get on uh, the helicopter and survive uh, I don't think anybody really plays those maps but they usually play team attack and other garbage mm -hmm. yeah so it's, it's like you know it, it's gonna vary uh, I would say is this game coming to the PC also Yes, yes, it's uh, PC, PS4, and PC. It'll definitely die out on the PC if it's not popular. I, I, I can guarantee that because it seems that multiplayer games for the PC, they tend to die out a lot faster than console games. For some reason, I guess, uh, PC players are a lot more, uh, a little bit more impatient uh, with some of their games. If it's not that good, they move on to some other games that are on the PC platform. So uh, if it's not great there, then it's going to die out fast. Uh, what about uh, James? What, what do you think about this? Uh, no, not not more than a few months, in my opinion. There will hmm. probably be the ORC people like this game is great, and I'll be like, that's good. You can go enjoy your dumpster trash. Doom <laughs> will live forever. Yeah, Doom will probably Dude, live forever. Doom, Doom would probably live forever compared to that shit in the servers. On PC already. Oh, yeah, well, on, you on know. PC, but not on, on console. console, no. Yeah, like, the same thing would apply to Raccoon City. Not Raccoon City, uh, on Brother Corpse. Like, it could be dead on PC. And it's still I think console. it'll be deadish on console, though. It looks, just looks like a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'll, uh,. Why don't we have uh, Ryan read off number 18? <clears throat> Is there anything remotely positive you can say about Umbrella Gore? Hell no. <laughs> well, why are you uh, talking like you're French? Brian. One thing that was English, you. <laughs> do, do that accent all the time. Yeah, that's a fucking weird ass accent. Uh. I, I'm going to say that um, I, I mentioned these earlier um, the concept like I said it sounds cool but in execution it seems like it's being executed poorly uh, and I also like I said earlier I do like the fact when it came to the weapon customization uh, you can change like the iron sights and I don't think I've ever seen that in any other uh, shooter so that to me was kind of interesting. Uh, but other than that, I don't really see anything that I, or I don't think I can really say anything positive about this game. Um, you know, maybe my opinion will change when the 
game actually comes out and I play it, but it's highly unlikely. Uh, remains to be seen, like I said, for me, for the most part. I'm not expecting much, though. My expectations are kind of low. Like, real, real low. So, um, hopefully, it's an entertaining game, but if not, well, I got other things to play. Hmm. Uh, what about uh, Brendan and James? What do you guys think? Well, since you asked nicely. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, um, honestly, uh, the throwback maps look really good in Unreal 4, especially RE4. It's map. on it's uh, Unity 5, not Unreal 4. I mean, you, you know, wish it was Unreal. Yeah, Unity 5 doesn't look that bad, honestly. Yeah, visually, I don't think it looks bad either. Um, like, I like the redone RE4 map in particular. It looks really nice, in my opinion. Yeah. Better than the Hexane engine, that's for sure. Uh, no, I know James will definitely agree to that one. What engine? The Hexane, uh, Hexane engine, engine was used in Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. Oh. oh. That's why it looks like such a piece of crap. So, uh, is there anything positive you have to say about uh, Umbrella Core, James, or nay? This is this a trick question? Yes, this is <laughs> a trick question. Uh, no. <laughs> Just everything's used like crap. Especially the thing where they did, uh, what was it? The thing where they put the characters' heads on the the uh, hunk models or whatever. Oh, you're and talking was, about the character skins? Yeah, and then they donate in Wesker. It's not even sound like Wesker and shit. It's like, oh, this shit, I forgot, I forgot to bring that up. Okay, well, th what they think what they did is they took the hunk models, I guess, and they put fucking uh, different characters' heads on, like Wesker or Jake or Leon, and they don't even sound like their own characters, and it's just really lazy and just uh, just adds more insult to injury. So you can dress it, you can dress it up however much you want. Ugly is still ugly. Yeah. Well, um. I will have, uh, I'll read number 19, and then I'll have Ren read number 20. Uh, would you be surprised if this game actually ended up being free, a free game on PlayStation Plus, if not on sale a few months after launch? Um, I would not be surprised, honestly. Um, and I even said that, like, initially, that if this game, uh, were to come out, I'll just wait for it to come on PlayStation Plus. Of course, this was before Ren uh, so kindly offered to wanting to purchase that game for me and have me review it. I'm evil, I know. Dom is blackmailing Renegade right now. That's the only reason why. Blackmail. Yeah, I feel like the trade-off is uh, if I do that, he has to play ORC. So, and we're almost done with that actually. So, just uh, one more mission and some multiplayer, and, and we're done. The game the sucks. Operative. The operative. <laughs> The operative word being almost. Uh, uh, what about you guys? What do you, what do you think? Do you think it would uh, end up on sale or on a uh, PlayStation Plus for free? Well, Street Fighter Five went on sale really fast. I thought see that too. Yeah. So it is. Worse, it's not your thing. It's possible. It's really possible. Like the esports crowd. I mean, I understand that you're trying to you know connect to a new audience, but. It doesn't always work too well. You have to think when you're making a game. I am always under the impression that you have to think about everyone before you just think about one demographic. Otherwise, you know, you might alienate the people 
who might not be into a certain crowd or something like that. Like the casuals, I mean, they probably don't even know anything about esports. Uh, the hardcore people, they probably don't even care about esports. So you have to cater to everyone, and uh, if you do it for one specific, you know, crowd, then you're catering to them, but not everyone else, and it just tends to go to shit from there. Well, so, well, I would say that you know, like we talked about earlier, how uh, you know Capcom trying to cater to everyone kind of screwed them over in, in the sense that they yes. had have identity crisis, uh, crisis, crises, crisis, crisis, creeps, crisis, crisis for. Uh, right. but, <laughs> uh, but you, you know, um, you know they have a they have multiple identity crisis uh, crises and and uh, I don't know people are gonna are gonna fucking uh, call me out on that. Uh, like why why you know grammar? Uh, because I fucking suck at grammar. That's why. Um, but but anyway, uh, the, the point being is that uh, Capcom trying to you know cater to so many different demographics is a problem. Uh, what they should be doing. Is catering to the to the fans, not not to some demographic that is into a specific thing like esports or Evo, and and then you know maybe do some things for the casuals here and there, but mostly dedicate stuff to the fans, and that's how you get your sales. Really, is when you do things that the fans like. And that's not to say you know like uh, do everything that the fans want, but just do things that the fans would want, but also you know. Uh, remember that you should also do something new and not always listen to everything that the fans say. Mm -hmm. Although it, it really just depends on on what you're doing exactly. But, yeah. Uh, does anybody else want to go or? Uh... Mm -hmm. uh, nah. nope. No, I I think I said my piece. It's gonna if it's not that great, it's gonna be like twenty bucks bargain bin in like a month or two. Well, um, starting price is thirty bucks. Um, the deluxe edition is forty bucks. The deluxe edition is forty bucks. So yeah. Can I give them like the cotton in my pocket and a penny? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I'll give them a penny for it. Um, we don't take dust bunnies for cash, boy. <laughs> anyways, uh, why don't we have Ren wrap things up with the final question? Uh, are there any final thoughts you'd like to share before we wrap up? Uh, yeah, Calcom, uh, you still owe me $5 for Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. I can still wipe my ass with that. <laughs> well, um, you know, I, I want to say that, uh, if the game is good, I'd be genuinely surprised, but so far, I'm just, you know, I, I don't see it. I think that this game is going to flop, um. I, it will it be worse than Operation Raccoon City? Who knows? Only time will tell with that one. But, um, you know, I'm not liking what I see so far. Flop like LeBron. Uh, he's going to be pushing that one all night. I'm just saying. My thoughts? My thoughts? You see this game? Please run away yeah head for the hills run like Chris or I'll say Chris um, Leon Nari 4 you just turn <laughs> to the flash oh from the boulder yeah that's the animation looks so silly <laughs> he's not wrong though like he goes into the flash what about you Brandon <laughs> uh, well you know what 
I will find the biggest boulder I can find, game right in the middle of it, and have Chris punch it. I just hope that Capcom knows what they're doing, but you know, that that's probably a misnomer, so <laughs> Uh, you even said that said everything we needed to know. Yeah, that's that's probably false. So I, I but I don't know. I mean, shit, it is a spinoff game, so I can't get too upset. Uh, at the same time, I'm not expecting much. Like I said, my bar of expectations is low. So uh, there you have it. I'm <sighs> not really looking all that forward to playing it if it's bad. So that's just another thing I have to endure. So what about yeah. you, Dom? Um, you know, it's like I said, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Um, this game could potentially be better than ORC, but uh, who knows? Only time will tell. Uh, but from what I've seen so far, I just really don't like what I see. Um, but, you know, like I said, only time will tell with this one. Um, so I guess it's time to do outros. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, who wants to go first? Uh, I guess we can have uh, Brandon go first, and then we'll work our way from there. Okay. Outros. Uh, outros. Yep. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at You can find him at the static? You can find him in the radio tower? You can find him in Silent Hill. <laughs> I mean, a real shit. Uh, but uh, try that again, cause your mic kind of crapped out. Uh, part of my voice. But uh, you can find me at Twitter at Arcane Magic Five One Four. You know, douchebag king. You also could can see me on Skype as Renlax. Oh fuck emphasis off, douchebag. Yeah, emphasis on douchebag. Yeah, uh, you know, if people are jealous. Well, they haven't messed with the douchebag way. So, uh, where can we find you, Ren? Uh, you can find me in the TCP chat looking at these titties someone posted in the chat, <laughs> apparently. Oh, no, 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 not today, finger swag. <laughs> so, uh, you can find me on Twitter at OperativeRen underscore. You can find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative. I have to edit this video, of course, and put that up. I also have to do the ORC session, which we did not too long ago, which was hilarious because we had to fight a tyrant for like 80,000 hour. 80, hours for what it seemed, and it was not fun, but I'll try to make so, the most of it. Uh, and I also yeah, that, have to... Go ahead. I was going to say that that video, um, that first portion or that mission that we did took us about two hours to go through, whereas the final mission only took us about like 20 minutes. Uh, but yeah, it's... It was funny. I'm going to try to edit that down of the tyrant fight, but I'm going to try to include the best bits. Uh, and then I think I have to upload my E3 impressions of Ubisoft because the audio was extremely loud. So I'm going to be doing that tonight. Uh, but you can find all those videos on YouTube at Renegade Operative. That's where they will be. And you can find the TCP at the Cooperative Experience on YouTube. I'd like to point out that he's saying is why he's still distracted by those breasts. Uh, I am still kind of glaring at my phone, so I guess you caught me red-handed. Where can we find you, James? You can find me on Twitter at DevHunterJames and here on the GCP and BioDevils Podcast. 
Uh, and then last but not least, where can we find you, uh, Mr. Word? You can find me on Twitter at the Milk Dud Artist, also known as at Grindword One, and I will be around to share my thoughts. And I will be here on the TCP podcast from time to time, here to share my thoughts, my feelings, and everything about the creativity of writing that you yeah. need to know. Yeah, this <laughs> man. On Twitter. I can't help but laugh. Yes. This man is basically the new Stewie from Family Guy. No, nah, this nigga just hired a kite. He 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 sounds like a rich Carlton Banks. There. <laughs> he sounds like a snobby bowling ball. Uh, anyway, um, you guys can find me uh, as BioDevil underscore Dom at uh, YouTube and on Twitter. And you could also find me as Dom24-1996 on Twitch. Uh, and I basically just do like a lot, a lot of different uh, videos. Uh, I cover the news sometimes. And uh, I also do a podcast, which is the BioDevils podcast, which I'm the host of. And you can find Brandon and James on there, and occasionally Ren and sometimes Brian there as well. Uh, but yeah, you guys can check that stuff out. And currently, I'm working on a new video. It's actually on uh, Operation Raccoon City, uh, which is going to be followed up probably by uh, Resident Evil 6. But you know, uh, it all just depends on my timing. But uh, uh, that said, uh, yeah, you can check out my stuff like that. So uh, yeah. Alright, so uh, we're going to wrap this episodic discussion up, or episodic roast, of Umbrella Core. I hope you guys enjoyed. This is Renegade Operative and the TCP crew signing out, so see you guys later. Don't play the game. Don't buy it. Whatever you do, don't. Don't.